Hey, good morning and welcome to Tuesday Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. How you doing? I hope it finds you well out there. Absolutely bone-crushing heat here in the Valley. Just continuing. It seems like they just keep extending heat advisory, heat advisory, heat advisory. We don't have heat advisories unless it's at least 110. Uh, yesterday broke another record, another 115-degree day yesterday, more the, more the same today, just destroying records uh, as far as uh, the veracity of the heat. Most days ever with 110 degrees uh, of heat or more, most days ever with 115 degrees or more, and, and by a lot, like doubling and tripling of the numbers uh uh, but, again, I keep saying it's almost over. It's almost over, right? August, and, and it's getting a little late in the tooth in August, but usually uh, in September we start to see the cool down. I'll tell you right now, can't come soon enough. We've got, uh, you know, in Arizona we have drips, right? The yards are desert. You have rock for the most part, uh, a lot of fake grass here in Arizona, uh, but but you have the, the drip systems with the, well, uh, you know, the, the few things that will survive in the desert, and, and a lot of people are having the same thing, their, their plants are dying because it's been just so stinking hot uh, that, that they need a, more water than what you're, we're, we're used to. Uh, but, again, another week or two, and hopefully it'll be over. Uh, i got to send out a happy birthday. Uh, Elmer, Elmer is our handyman up in, at 1360 at KHNC. He, the guy can do anything. Uh, he's the guy that that uh, repaired the satellite dish for us. He, he's he's he, he's done so many little things for us. It's it's hard to to remember. I mean, he put all the new mics in the studio. He, he put in all the uh, the mic arms. He's done a, just a ton of work at the at the transmitter as well. And uh, it, it's Elmer's birthday today. Elmer, happy birthday, brother! Thank you. Uh, for all that you've done for us uh, up in Colorado. I got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, how about those hurricanes? You know, yesterday I was hoping, hey, let's hope they're not going to be that powerful. Uh, Marco, the first one, he's, he's, he's you know, a Category 1, uh, which still, let's face it, any, any type of, you know, anytime you're talking about winds of, you know, 75, 85, 90 miles an hour, that's a lot. Uh, he he's coming in, uh, but it, it's the one behind it uh, that looks like is going to be uh, packing quite the punch. So unfortunately, we're not going to get our wish. Looks like they're saying at least a category three for the second storm, uh, and at least out still a little. Or there's still a few more days. That's Laura, by the way, Laura, the second storm. Uh, at, for a little while, we thought it was going to hit the exact same spot. It may, we may, if there's any good news to it, uh, Marco, the first one may, may be uh, more towards, you know, Louisiana, New Orleans, and Laura may be just to the left of that. So it could be, could be Texas uh, uh, or the, I guess, the southwest portion of Louisiana. Of course, too early. You know these things. The cones will move and. Uh, but it looks like uh, in the hurricane situation, that second one 
is going to be the one that's going to be a lot more powerful. So everybody out there, uh, take the necessary precaution. That's that's it for weather. Uh, in the health department, I made it. I, I did it. It's the the first time in my life that I've actually been in the MR2, MRI tube and stayed in it. Uh, the double shot of value did the trick, and uh, I was able to get that done. So I, I don't know what the results are or not, but I'll keep you posted. Uh, I do have surgery scheduled on my elbow on September the 8th, so I may miss a day or two there in September. Uh, the MRI was for my neck. Uh, I may need surgery there as well. So I've got, you know, this this back thing that happened before the COVID turned into two separate things. Uh, they they called it the double crush. Uh, I got a, a nerve that's being crushed in my elbow and another nerve that's being crushed in my back. Uh, for a while, they thought they were related. But these doctors, they're good. They figured it out. So I'll keep you posted. Hopefully not. My fingers are crossed. Hopefully I can just get one and not the other. But... Uh, the way this year has gone for us here at Patriot, probably not. It's been a, been a tough year uh, for you. A lot of activity going on. We got a lot of ground to cover. Got got some information about what Main Street, what Wall Street, not Main Street, what Wall Street wants Jay Powell to say at the virtual Jackson Hole meeting. Uh, Gold was down early this morning, still down, uh, but not down nearly as much. I'll, I'll say this. And I know it's hard because you're like, well, it's down now, and it's been down for, you know, a week, week and a half. This is when you want to buy. This is when you want to buy because when you look at why is it down, here's the best reason why. It just was up for so long. That's why it's down. Okay, profit-taking, and we want to, you know, give the illusion. Obviously, uh, we had Jay Powell and the Fed last Wednesday in Jackson Hole this week. So, again, not really any good reason. Even the dollar today, the dollar's down today. I mean, the dollar's barely above 93. It's not going anywhere. Uh, the, the trend is clear. Uh, when, you, when you create debt without any productivity behind it, right? It's one thing if we went into debt because we were redoing our ports or we went into debt because we were uh, bringing back the factories or we were putting Americans to work. No, we're increasing the debt just to keep people from rioting. It's not going so well. Uh, Wisconsin, now the latest hotspot. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, before we get to Jay Powell, what is he going to say Thursday? And... What I do, and I think a lot of us do, we listen, we listen to what Wall Street wants to hear, and we judge it upon that. So we're going to talk about what Wall Street wants to hear, and I have bad news for you. It's not what we want to hear. So, again, we, we see Wall Street. Now, Wall Street's down today. Consumer confidence got whacked. Uh, in August, and you know, the Wall Street loves that number. Uh, I think it's kind of useless and pointless, uh, but it got whacked today, uh, back into the '80s, uh, low. You know, really back towards those lowest levels in years. And again, I keep saying, wait till we get August data. 
Uh, and again, I think we're going to see another big move to the upside in gold uh, as the August data starts to come because it's not going to be good. I mean, just just getting rid of the six hundred dollars means that you've got tens of billions of dollars of less spending. That's that's really significant uh, when you talk about GDP and things of that nature. Um, and and again, we but we've talked about mortgages. We talked about commercial real estate today. I'm going to give you some data behind it. Uh, mortgages, 90 days or more past due. Huge, huge increase in August. We now, we jumped over 4 million homes are now 90 days or more past due. We haven't seen uh, them hit, hit the market. Boy, wouldn't it be great if we got some homes on the market? I mean, it would, I mean, obviously not great for the people that are living in them. Don't get me wrong. That's that's not good. But you look at home prices, you know, existing homes broke 300 grand. Uh, we had new home sales today. Uh, the median price was 330. The average price was four. Well, just under. It was three hundred ninety seven thousand dollars. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, what kind of home would you like? Yeah, can I just get the average one? Yeah, uh, that'll be four hundred grand. Uh, yeah, just incredible. Uh, and then we find out, hey, you know what? There's another four uh, four million, and this is an August number. So that means they didn't pay in in July. They didn't pay in June. They didn't pay in August. How many of them are later than that? I knew going into August, we were at about two point three million. 90 days or more. I'm going to assume all of those didn't pay in August. And now we've added another 1.9 million that are at least 90 days or more past due. Right? Then you kind of say, okay, well, in September, then I'm probably going to add more in September. And by October, especially the people who just finally stopped paying in August, I mean, we're going to have all-time record highs for the amount of people not paying a mortgage. We haven't seen them hit the streets because of the moratoriums. Uh, I don't know what that means for how. Normally, I would tell you, hey, get ready for housing prices to fall, but I don't know. I would have thought that would have already happened, uh, but it hasn't, right? The opposite has happened. Uh, we, we've got uh, an explosion, and a lot of it, people are saying, hey, they're getting out of the big cities. They're getting out of the big cities. I'm going to tell you right now, we better hope that's not true. Better hope it's not true. Because if it really is, and I hate to think it, but I believe it. I think that's exactly what it is. It's going to be incredibly devastating. Because you got to remember, one of the largest employers in every state, every state is the government. That's especially true. In the big cities, lots of government jobs. And, and again, I've told you, get ready. Uh, by the way, starting to get the airline layoff numbers, boy, they're, they're looking ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. If there's no, uh, they're, they're warning and letting the Congress know, if, hey, if you don't bail us out again, we've already bailed them out once. If you don't bail us out again, here's, here's the axe we're going to wield. American said... Uh, 19,000 jobs. I figured if it was Delta or United, one of you said, hey, we got to lay off 2,000 pilots. we 
got laid off 2,000 pilots. That's probably 6,000 flight attendants and 4,000 gate attendants. I don't know how many baggage handlers. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're talking tens of thousands. By the time you're in hundreds of thousands of jobs. And then it's all the other jobs, ancillary jobs, around the airports that, that go away. Right? And, and uh, the mechanics and, and then the food service and, and then uh, the people with the uniforms. and uh, You know, you don't understand the cascading effects. And it's incredible. And I just, and I'm, I'm watching and, I, and, and when I tell you what they want Jay Powell to talk, I just, you're just left scratching your head. But let's talk about, so I gave you housing. We've got a number now. Okay, we know... Over 4 million homes are 90 days or more past due. What I would have loved to have known. How many are 30 days late? How many are 60 days late? Because my personal opinion is is 90% of those that are 30 and 60 days late, they're, they're not paying. They're not paying next month or the month that. They're not paying. I mean, are, are we talking 6 million, 7 million? Eight million. How many homes are we talking about? Very, very interesting. Of course, for me personally, I don't know what it's going to do to home price. You would think it's going to make home prices go down, and and I think what we're seeing, you know, you look at home prices in San Francisco, home prices in New York, home prices in Chicago, they're falling. They're falling. Uh, is that trend going to continue, and is it going to spread? We'll, we'll see. I, I kind of think so. I think it's too many homes. Right? It's too many. If they all hit the market all at once, which it kind of feels like it's going to happen, right? Because once the moratorium ends, anybody that's more than 90 days past due, they're going to start the process. Right? So let's just say the moratorium goes through October. More than likely, six to eight million homes are going to start the foreclosure process all at once. I mean, I don't know how that works. Commercial-backed real estate. First, I'm going to give you good news. Hedge funds are making a killing. Uh, Apollo Group, right? They're a big, big hedge fund. They let everybody know, hey, we made $100 million shorting commercial-backed real estate. Uh, hedge fund Murdoch Capital said, hey, we also made $100 million shorting commercial uh, real estate. Carl Icahn, of course, Carl Icahn, one of the regulars on CNBC, uh, what I'll call the old school billionaire, right? He, he's not a, he's not a, a, a Gates or, or, or a Tim Cook. Uh, he, he, he's not a Bezos or an Elon Musk. He's an old school billionaire. Uh, so, you know, he's probably like in the 50s on the Forbes 400 list, something like that. And, and maybe he's a little higher than that, but, but he disclosed he's only made a little bit. He's only made $1.3 billion shorting commercial-backed real estate. And, and when you, they're starting to come out, and, and we're starting to see a new phenomenon in the commercial real estate. Remember Jingle Mail? I remember, we, I remember when that came out, when Eric and I were doing the shows together, where it was the homeowners were just mailing the keys 
back to whoever it was that was servicing their mortgage, right? whether it was a bank or some third party. He's mailed the keys back. Here, I'm done, right? A.K.A. Jingle Mail. At malls now, there's a new type of Jingle Mail. It's not the stores, right? The stores, I mean, they just close, right? They just close. But but according to Wolf Richter, and the guy does great research, it's, it's just incredible the research that the guy does. He's now saying the landlords of the malls themselves are mailing back the keys, you know, to the front doors of the mall, to whoever it is providing uh, the, you know, the, that they've got to make the paper too. So we've got a brand new form of what we're calling jingle mail. This time it's the landlord's of the malls themselves uh, refusing to pay the rents and simply sending the keys back. And again, remember, you know, we talked about these hedge funds all making this money on it. At the end of the day, who's going to end up holding all that paper? Is the Fed going to buy it all? Uh, are they going to step in? I don't know, but let me let me tell you right now, Bank of America came out with another huge warning when it comes to the health of banks kind of what i've been telling you we need to be very careful here so remember when they first set up too big to fail you know we go back to the financial crisis we learned a lot about the securitization of loans right that one had to do with I'm, I'm sitting here waiting for you to respond. That was my pause for you guys to jump in on the radio. That had to do with homes. Okay. Now, I just told you, I think by October, we're going to have somewhere between 6 to 8 million homes not being paid on. There was no commercial real estate crisis. Right? There was no other crisis there wasn't an apartment crisis right because you got to remember all the people in apartments not paying but we also learned about the tier one two and three for banks and for those of you uh that don't remember and for those of you that weren't maybe listening at the time let me educate you so the bank they have buckets if you would just think of buckets tier one just kind of like it sounds. This is number one. This is our best stuff. In other words, when you look at their portfolio of what they're holding on their balance sheet, and of course we're, we know that it, it's all debt, right? This, this is loans. And securitized, unsecuritized, right? All of it in there. This is our best stuff. Tier one. Besta. It's usually U.S. Treasuries. Maybe some Apple debt. Not a lot goes in there. There's only, I think there's only six or maybe seven companies in the S&P 500 that are AAA rated. That's it. So that's tier one. 
tier two is hey, I'm not triple A, right? But but I'm I'm okay. You know, re- reasonably, I should be able to service my debt based on my revenue. I should be able to service my debt. But obviously, you know, if we get some, uh, I don't know, COVID-19, then maybe not. Right? I mean, you know, could be a problem. Got to be pretty significant, though, for me to have a problem. I should be pretty good. Now, some of that stuff's at the bottom end, right? That's, yeah, maybe it doesn't have to be that significant. But tier two is, that's my second best stuff. And then there's tier three. This is where all the crap goes. All of this stuff in Tier 3 is junk. It's, 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 it's risky. And, and, and who knows? It could be anything. It could be retailers. It could be commercial real estate. It could be risky home loans, auto loans, credit card. I mean, you name it. Anything could be in there. Something very bad is happening at your bank right now. We'll talk about that next. Yes, ma'am, back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Again, we're going to get to Jay Powell in a minute because I think it's incredibly important for you to understand the condition of the financial institutions that all of us have to put our money in. And then wait till you see what they want Jay Powell to talk about. Okay, So we're talking about the assets held by the bank. Now, the Fed made a big deal. You know, too big to fail. And we're going we're gonna to have the, the stress test. And we're going to make banks uh, behave better. They behave badly. And we didn't have good enough oversight. But we, we fixed it. Now, of course... Obviously, fixing it would have been easy. Make them smaller again. But that wasn't what they did. No, matter of fact, they're they're bigger than ever. So potentially, the risk is even greater. One of the things that they mandated was you're only allowed to have X amount of Tier 3 loans. And once that amount exceeds whatever level that it may be, 30%, or let's just say it's a third, a third, a third. And they're very weird about that number because you would think I'd be able to tell you exactly what it is. The bank needs to do one of two things. Either get more of the better stuff, or they've got to start selling the not-so-good stuff. See, here's the problem, though. The banks never like to sell the not-so-good stuff because then they'll find out what it's truly worth. These things rarely ever sell because most of that debt never reaches maturity. Most of that debt just continues to get rolled over and rolled over and rolled over and rolled over. Right? You think about companies like Sears and Kmart and JCPenney and right, the slow death over and over and over and over and over and bankruptcy and re bankruptcy and re roll, bankruptcy and re roll. That that's tier three stuff. 
But all of a sudden, in the bank's reporting, there's been huge spikes in the level of Tier 3 debt. See, what's happened is some of that Tier 2 stuff is now becoming Tier 3 stuff. The problem is, really, in some's the wrong word, a lot of it is starting to become Tier 3. Right now, the banks, besides lying about what their exposure is, which we've already told you, right? The Federal Reserve's own, own group told the Fed, hey, by the way, you know, these guys are all cheating on the stress test. They're not nearly as safe as you're telling the public that they really are. Which really, really makes me mad. Can't fire the guy. Jay Powell's the point. I can't fire him. Trump can't fire him. You should be fired for that. Right? We think about, uh, I'll use Wells Fargo as, as an example because of the atrocities that they committed. I mean, they should never have still been a bank. Right? It, this is worse than that. You're knowingly allowing the banks to say they're much healthier than what they are. And why do the banks want to pass the stress test? Because it allows them to do what? Pay bonuses? Oh, yeah. Yep. You bet. That's a big one. right? Got to make sure J.B. Diamond needs his bonus. Allows them to issue stock. Right? It allows them to do all of the, the corporate greed that we all have grown to 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 despise right all the the slimy shady things that that Wall Street is this is it but now we've got another problem the banks q or, or tier three holdings are skyrocketing now the worst ones Deutsche Bank Credit Suisse Barclays Society General, right? The European banks, right? The European banks, right? They didn't, they didn't get as healthy as our banks did, right? Well, really, let, let me put it differently. They didn't get as much help from their central bank as our our banks did. But don't be fooled, because right after them, it's Goldman Sachs, it's Citigroup, it's J.P. Morgan. It's Bank of America, right? And we're seeing percentages, you know, double-digit percent. Uh, and, and the worst, Deutsche Bank, which is the worst one, 50% increase in these Tier 3 levels. Citigroup, by the way, had the biggest Level 3 increase since December amongst the 13 banks analyzed by Bloomberg. Right, so Bloomberg, the 13 biggest banks, just since December, Citigroup had an increase of almost 80% in the Tier 3 holdings. The majority of Level 3 holdings are merchant banking investments, which become extremely hard to value. In other words, they're not really sure what they're worth. But the banks, according to Bloomberg, are valuing them at ridiculous levels. Again, because they want to what? Make it appear that they're healthier than what they are. And so if Bloomberg knows this, 
Okay, I'm not saying that I didn't. I didn't do the research. I don't know. Goldman Sachs, twenty-eight percent increase. I mean, it, it, it's it's right there. J.P. Morgan, ten percent increase. And they're valuing these things. So not only is more of it going in, they're valuing like they're worth more. Nobody, everybody in their in their in their right mind knows that no way that's true. This is all commercial different back stuff. No way is that true. But yet here it is. And Bloomberg's saying, here it is. And here's all the data we use to get it. Bank of America, who, by the way, was one of the better ones. It's only 6.5% there. So when you're one of the better ones, you get to write nasty letters to the central bank about how bad the other guys are being. And that's exactly what Bank of America did. They said the risk to the financial system and the financial institutions is far more dire than what the central bank is willing to admit. Now, after hearing all of that, what do we think Jay Powell's going to talk about on Thursday? I'm going to share it with you next. 800-951-0592. Sometimes the stars just align, you get lucky. So I've been talking about, you know, the banks and, and what they're holding. This might be my fear the whole time. Right, and all this moratorium just allows for the problem to get bigger and the line to become a bigger problem. In between the break, CNBC, you know, the Bubble Vision channel, they just posted this huge article, double whammy for landlords. I just told you the landlords are literally mailing the keys back to the banks. Say, here, you had, I'm done, I'm out, I'm not paid. I don't care what you do, I'm done with it. Take this mall back. Restaurants, yep, the double whammy now, not just retail. Uh, not just commercial, real estate, small business. Get ready. The restaurant wave has started and is going to be another one. You see, we didn't have these before. You know, you only had one. Oh, well, it was it was uh, residential real estate. You could deal with that. Well, not really. Didn't deal with it really well. But uh, or it's just well, it's just the uh, commercial real estate. You can deal with that, right? We've had retailers going bankrupt for a while. Now they were able to deal with it, but now it's all of them. So what is it that we're waiting for Jay Powell to talk about on Thursday at the virtual Jackson Hole? It's not going to be tier one, tier two, or tier three capital. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be that he knows that the banks have lied. I'm pretty sure he's not going to talk about the Bloomberg research saying uh, not only is the level of Tier 3 piling up, what the banks are valuing them at is an absolute joke. Right? They're saying, hey, not only is there more and more going into this bucket, the banks are actually valuing saying, hey, they're worth even more money today. Oh, what a tangled web, right, that they weave. When they, when they want you to under, not understand what's going to happen. Listen, before the electronic currency comes, there's going to be a huge crisis. I've got a pretty good idea where it's going to be. 
It's going to be at your bank. It's going to be regarding your bank account. I wish I was wrong, but I'm just telling you what they're doing. Here's what he's going to talk about, folks. Inflation. Yeah. He wants there to be a lot more of it. Matter of fact, Wall Street needs it. And and now you understand it. You know what? I actually got to understand a little bit. I'm like, how can they be talking about inflation? See, they want Jay Powell to guarantee that inflation is going to get much, much worse. Matter of fact, they hope it doubles. Right? So think about that. They want their inflation to be twice as much. Now, we know their inflation is garbage. Right? The cost of a new vehicle has actually gone down, if you've asked the Fed, in the last 20 years. That's I'm swear, true story. It's actually cheaper. <laughs> right? Okay. Sure it is. $20,000 was big money on a new truck 20 years ago. Now it's like seventy thousand's nothing, but it's it it doesn't it's the same price. Don't worry, just ask the Fed. And the reason they need this is because of what I just told you. They can't have these values go down. Uh uh-uh, uh, Jay Powell, you can't let this happen. Matter of fact, you've got to agree to buy all this crap. At full price. That way we don't have to really mark to market. See, if I try to sell my crap to Bank of America or or to Carl Icahn or Apollo Management, they're not going to pay me anywhere close to what I've been telling you of the stress test, what this stuff is worth. So we need you to do it. And then... We need inflation. See, we need everything to cost more. So we can keep inflating what we say the values of all this crap really is. I just figured it out. Because their inflation has nothing to do with us. It, it doesn't, right? You know, they pretend like we don't need to eat. Right, they pretend that that mortgage cost and in 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 rents, you know, these are the biggest things. That, what are the the biggest expenses in a household? The the rent, the mortgage, right? That's gone through the roof, right? But ah, now you know you'll just live in a crappier place. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, you'll have your kids come live with you. It'll be fine. It's all good, right? Food, ah, you know. You'll just see cat food. It'll be fine. Cat food's even expensive. We got two little wiener dogs. How much can they eat? These dogs cost a fortune. It's ridiculous. But it's not for us. No, that's not what they want. See, they've got to somehow fix these banks. Like, do you really think we're not having a financial crisis right now? Really? That's what you think? Really? Right? Somewhere between, I don't even know what the number is. I'll, I'll know here soon. Give me a couple of weeks because it'll come out. Six to eight million people not paying their mortgages. Right? That'd be a record. 
We've already got record numbers of people not paying the rents at the mall. We now have landlords jingle mailing their malls, their strip malls, just sending it here. We're done. Not only am I not paying, I'm never paying you. Here you go, have it back. If these banks have to sell, which according to their tier three levels, sure looking like that's what's got to happen. The central bank better buy them at full boat. And and it's I, I, I can't even tell now now we just found out, oh wait, it's a double rammy because uh, not only are the retailers not paying, the restaurants aren't paying, the small business owner isn't paid, right? You get the idea. That's why you keep you keep what you need in the bank, but that's all you keep. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Just nuts, isn't it, yet? We've we've got new forms of jingle mail, new warnings coming about who's not paying, and they want Jay Powell to talk about inflation. Here's the good thing for gold. That means rates are never going higher. That's what they want him to say, ever. Like, somebody else is going to be head of the Fed, uh, and my guess is probably going to have to go lower. Uh, And then in order for him to get the inflation they want, i got to believe they're talking... This would be a massive, massive increase in the Fed's balance. Got to be, got to be huge. Uh, this is a, it's a golden opportunity. Uh, you know, since this run in gold has started today, and I and I just got it during the break. I got a new price sheet. I'm going to be changing prices online, so they'll reflect the price uh, that I'm giving you today. The twenty dollar gold piece. This is the cheapest I've seen it since this whole thing started. You know, we think about when gold first broke 1900. Uh, what was it? Was that March? Something like that. U.S. twenty dollar gold pieces today are going to be two thousand one hundred and fifty. Two thousand one hundred and fifty. Yesterday they were twenty one ninety five. So that's forty five dollars less than yesterday. Uh, right this second, you go to our website. It's twenty one seventy five. Nope, twenty one fifty. Uh, gold's at nineteen seventeen. Uh, it's down twelve dollars, even though the dollar's weaker. And again, this is all for Jay Powell. I think, you know, I really think we're going to have a huge move in the other direction here very quickly. Yesterday, we ran silver rounds for the first time in who knows how long. We've had a big pullback in the silver price today. So the rounds, everything's cheaper today. One through fourteen at six. 50, that's $10 less than yesterday. If you buy 15 to 24 rolls, 645, again, $10 less than yesterday. You buy a case of rounds all the way down to $640 or uh, $640 a roll again. That is also $10 less than yesterday. That brings your your cost per ounce on silver 32 bucks. It's been a while since you've been, a- by, been able to buy any, so I don't care what kind of silver, at $32. So uh, there's your chance to do it today, 800-951-0592. Buy from the, on the dips, from the dips, 
Uh, again, I wish I had a good reason to tell you other than, well, it's just gold got really, you know, it went way up there, so now we got to have a cry. What should we do? It can't be a straight line. But all the data points tell me this is more of a, a uh, hedge funds and, and banks. They're just trying to make a few bucks, force all the, all the, the, the weak longs out. Listen, when the August data starts rolling in September, all those weak longs that sold are going to be back again. Uh, and, and I just don't see any other way. I'm going to be very curious. Thursday's speech, uh, some are calling for it to be historic. Which uh, The only thing I can, that would mean, like I said, uh, forget about no rates, no rate hikes like forever. And we're going to buy everything. I, I, I can't see any other way around it. Or he's going to disappoint the markets, right? I mean, because it's Jay Powell. You never know. The guy, the guy's like every other every other time he speaks, it, it's a blunder. So uh, a lot of pressure riding on our Fed chairman. Uh, but it really, for, for us gold guys, you know, short term, it may have an effect one way or the other. Longer term, really, it's the reason why we're buying gold. Look at what they want him to do. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. God bless.